Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Might Omicron signal an end to the COVID pandemic and turning the virus and its variants into an endemic reality? These are all questions that are being asked. PHAC isn't sure about that. And meanwhile, the Pfizer CEO says the company's vaccines offer limited, if any, quote-unquote, protection against COVID, but urges a booster jab, saying three doses offer good protection against hospitalization and deaths. So, if you're confused, so am I. Dr. Joseph Blondo joins us, clinical microbiologist and head of clinical microbiology at Saskatoon's Royal University and Hospital and at the University of Saskatchewan. Dr. Blondo, thank you very much for taking the time. It does get a little confusing. We do get wires crossing, don't we? Well, we sure do. I mean, there's a lot of uh, things going on in the world with uh, Omicron uh, and with COVID. Um, And uh, at times it appears that there's conflicting information uh, that may be circulating. But but the reality is, is that, you know, we're in the midst of this pandemic with the latest of the variants. Um, And, uh, you know, despite uh, some of the confusing messages, I think that, you know, there's there's clear data that shows that uh, that the vaccine program has worked. So the Public Health Agency of Canada and other health experts are warning the next weeks we'll see a dramatic rise in positive tests and in hospitalizations. Now we have different provinces taking different initiatives, from lockdowns to curfew to engaging other measures. How do you think that overall, this issue, where we are now, so it's January of 2022, how do you think it's all being managed and has been managed? Are you, as a clinician... Are you satisfied with the way this has all been done? Well, I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty, and um, you know you can always look back and say could have, should have, would have. Um, but the the reality is is that that we um, don't always know. Nobody has a crystal ball, so we don't always know what what the the next few weeks are going to bring us. And we didn't know those a month ago and the month before that. Um, but but what what the facts would seem to say, Roy, is that you know we have this very highly transmissible variant uh, in Omicron, uh, much more transmissible than previous variants, including Delta, and uh, with the number of positive cases uh, that you know are continuing to show uh, every single day and certainly every single week, uh, there is this realization that you know the number of cases that are being recorded uh, across the country or in individual provinces is probably only a representation of the actual number of cases that are out there. And for that reason, um, you know, I think we have to assume that the virus is more widespread, and we have to assume that a, a percentage of individuals uh, will require elevated levels of care, including, you know, hospitalization and, and maybe some with, uh, with ICU. I mean, those are, those are facts, and I don't think those are disputable facts. Um, would, would, would different measures have made a difference? Perhaps. But once again, um, this is a highly transmissible virus, and I think that, that that's probably the thing that's, that's um, uh, the most important at this point in time. Okay. I'm not trying to put you on the hot seat, Dr. Blondo. There's just questions that have come up here. Um, yeah, no, no, that's, that's fine. And I know you've always been very willing to talk to us about anything, and I really appreciate yep. that. We have the Pfizer CEO saying in an interview that the company's vaccines offer, quote, limited, if any, end quote, protection against COVID, but urges a booster jab, so number three, saying that three doses offer good protection against hospitalization and deaths. That is going to confuse some people. Do we definitively know what level of protection two vaccinations provide and for how long? And is the booster vaccine significantly improving and extending protection against Omicron and any lingering Delta? 
Well, what the booster was designed to do was to raise antibody back to a particular level. And even with the changes that occurred as a result of the mutations in the spike protein that we see in Omicron, having a higher level of antibody was seen as uh, offering a level of protection that wasn't there with the first and second dose. But the story is not that clear, though, Roy, and, and, and the reason being is because we're only ever talking about antibody when we're talking about protection from this uh, virus, when in fact there's a whole other arm of the immune system that contributes to our protection as well, and that's the cellular arm, that's T-cells and, and uh, macrophages and uh, natural killer cells, and, and those types of things um, uh, rarely get mentioned um, in the public domain, but yet they're an integral part of, of what protects us from either infection or, or reinfection. Um, and so I think that, that having the, the first two doses of the vaccine was very, very important, particularly in the era of Delta, because we know that they offered good protection to, against Delta. And, and I think, you know, I'm not trying to defend the CEO, but what he's essentially saying is where the data exists, saying that the booster shot gives us uh, elevated antibody that offers a better level of protection than, say, just having the original first two doses. And to me, that's worth something. Yeah. Um, is it is it the definitive end? No, but then there are other elements that are at play here as well. We're, we're all uh, not you because you're a, you're a scientist, but many of us are those of us who aren't. It seems to me sometimes that we're all engaged in a crash course in trying to understand something that we we're not trained in, and it becomes it becomes uh, it becomes a challenge, and 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 people become emotional about it. But let me ask you this: the Public Health Agency of Canada is indicating there'll be a decision on the arrival of the antiviral drug Paxlovid within seven to 10 days. So antivirals are successful in other threatening health scenarios like shingles, for example. Under what circumstance do you think an antiviral would be administered in order to deal with the COVID variants? Would it be prophylactic or administered when a person first tests positive? Yeah, you know, we've had some of those discussions here uh, in Saskatoon amongst some of the folks that I work with. And, and I don't, I'm not sure that, that the answer is clear on that. Uh, but, but certainly, if you had an, an individual that was an at-risk individual, either somebody who was not immunized or somebody who was immunized but had some significant underlying medical conditions, then clearly, if they started to show signs and symptoms that they were infected, <clears throat> then they would be prime candidates to receive this drug immediately. Because what the data shows from the, um, uh, the trials was that the earlier you administer, administer this drug after a person is detected as being positive or becomes symptomatic, then the greater the benefit. Um, whether or not it would need to be administered on a broader scale than that, I think that remains to be seen, but it could be. Uh, There's certainly something that that could be there for somebody who tests positive in order to guarantee that they don't require hospitalization or or an elevated level of care could could simply take this drug in order to prevent the disease from progressing. So I think that that's an interesting question that still needs to be defined in regards to the answer, but... Uh, but those are the two scenarios under which, you know, uh, the drug could ultimately see its use. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend. 